0: we're gonna do jazz hands jazz hands joe let's see those jazz hands we are live we are live welcome back to episode 176 of the who Move my freedom podcast live from the big daddy gun studios as you see the logo there and it's here and it's there my uh, guest right now 13c gun reviews joe
1: thank you hank for having me uh back on it is always a
0: pleasure Oh, thank you for coming on, man. We, we're also going to have James Ledger of the Freedom Crew, uh, organizer of uh, Second Amendment rallies here, in, one of the organizers here in Florida. He's coming on in a couple of minutes. I think he's trying to get back to home base right now. But, you know, we're here. To, to, we're you know, we're going to talk about a couple of things tonight. But uh, one of them is Dick's Sporting Goods. So that's why you guys see in the title, it says, we stopped supporting dicks a long time ago. Um, that's in a lot of different ways. Double entendre, Joe. Double entendre. So,
1: hey, here we go, Hank. Mm-hmm. A man walks into a bar, asks a bartender for a double entendre. Uh-huh. So he gives it to him.
0: Okay. Ah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, okay. That was so yeah, horrible. Was it was funny. funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I should have said she, maybe, but I'm, I'm yeah. trying to be politically yeah. correct here
0: yeah (laughs) so we're going to talk about dick sporting goods there's a whole bunch of other things that are that are going on out there in the news i know someone was talking about there was a rocket launch i think never enough ammo got a second uh strike from youtube not sure exactly what's going on there you guys can fill us in it's been a crazy day here for me so i have not been able to keep up with everything lots of stuff going on here in the studio and behind the scenes and every day of what we do um I was actually uh, interviewed by a young reporter today, and, and I got my haircut, it's Wednesday. I always get my haircut on Wednesdays, if you guys don't know. So that's going on. Uh, Coleon Noir was on Joe Rogan. I did not catch the whole thing. People were telling me when he was on live and I was trying to look at it, but there was also stuff going on and I was trying to get some videos completed, edited, uploaded. <laughs> it's insane, man. <laughs> you know, to get all this stuff done. But we're going to talk about all of that. I'm trying to see what else. Do you have any news things you want to talk about later?
1: Um, no, um, I, I guess when James get, gets on, we'll talk about, because uh, I spoke at the rally in Indianapolis, which I believe was probably the highest attended of all the rallies. Um, we we'll talked about that. A um, couple of things we can get into. Uh, CMMG dropped some new products last Friday, the 13th. So we can talk about those too um, as the evening unfolds. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I know that one thing we are going to talk about is um, this. Uh, this is from The Truth About Guns. Mission accomplished. Slide fire announces shutdown. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, so. That's huge.
1: news. That's so sad. I mean, the, the guy the guy who founded that, it was a combat wounded veteran. Um, and I think he's, he's got like two dozen employees. I mean, it's just this is a direct result and completely the fault of Trump and the NRA. I mean, you can't put the blame on anybody else but them. Yes. Yeah.
0: Also, I would say with that, and I was telling I was telling some guys that were here in the studio, some old school gun guys that, believe it or not, not all the companies are willing to stand up and say they believe in the Second Amendment. And they're like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Why, why would that be? Why wouldn't companies get up and say they believe in the Second Amendment? And I told them, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with companies out there. And I think a lot of companies believe that this is just going to happen to the guys who make bump, uh, bump fire stocks. It's not. It's going to affect lots of people. And if you're just going to stand idly by, you know, eventually it's going to come knocking on your door. So we're going to we're gonna discuss that, other things. Gotcha. Also, I'm, I'm, you know, making this an open forum for folks in the chat. If you guys have things you want to discuss, please definitely let us know. I'm going to tell everyone that's in here right now, please click the thumbs ups, guys. We really need that. If you don't know, uh, my personal opinion is that YouTube is really trying to, I don't they're not stopping us from doing what we're doing, but I think that they are really sectioning us off and not promoting that we're here doing this. So we need to try to do stuff to promote it. Not just, we need the thumbs ups, but I think we also need people to help us share it and all that kind of stuff. I've shared it, shared it on social media. So is Joe, but I'm going to ask you guys out there to help us share this as well so that we can get like a bigger audience to come in here and uh, all all of these things are necessary to do the show. You know, I, I hate to constantly try to, um, encourage, I'm going to say that, encourage people to click the thumbs ups and share and everything, but it's a very necessary part of what we're doing here. So anyone who hasn't done that, I ask you to, you know, please hit those
1: thumbs ups. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Hank isn't just saying this to be saying it. Um, and, and I can tell you from my own experience, what I see, um, you know, I, I posted back back three months ago well there was a big hit about a year ago but back th- two to three months ago there was another massive uh crackdown if you will somewhere behind the scenes on my channel so when i post a new video um back three months ago i would say probably you know 10 percent of my subscribers would view that video within the first 24 to 48 hours Prior to that, before the hit, before that, I would say about twenty percent of my subscribers would watch one of my videos. You know, uh, overall, general, you know, video to video, about twenty percent would watch within the first twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Now, I am lucky if two or three percent of my uh, subscribers watch a video within the first 24 to 48 hours when I post it. And I hear the same thing over, over again in comments and responses on Facebook and stuff. Like I didn't even know you had a new video out. I'm subscribed. I have notifications, but they just don't pop up or it goes in, you know, it, it, it gets into that double layer of not just going into somebody's promotions tab, our social tab, like it does in Gmail, but they get buried into other things. Whereas other uh, notifications for other channels, you know, like people who uh, have you know subscribed like car channels and stuff, right? They yeah. get those notifications right away. For us, and I have no idea what's happening. It's, it's horrible. Um, yeah. Which you know, the views on a lot of my videos in these past two months have just been absolutely dismal. Um, and, and it's because YouTube is suppressing us behind the scenes. My subscriber count continues to grow. Um, but it's, it's just getting those initial views out there hard that nobody knows. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, and, and that's why we're asking you guys to, you know, do as much as you can to help us with that. You know, we just have to keep fighting this. I know I've got something called Hank TV. That's why I encourage everyone to go to and register your email so that we can notify you of things going on. Um, Mm um, I don't want to spam everyone. So right now we're just putting out things on, uh, on Fridays. You know, it may, it may really come down to it that we have to do more than that, but this, these guys are going to use every tool available to them to marginalize us. Mm-hmm. and That's what's going on. So, you know, we have to try to deal with that situation. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go through and shout out everyone. I see Carl Compton is in here. Uh, William Keller. So, William Keller says, What's up, Hank? Uh, the Archangel and Ghetto Hood Gamer is in. Chris Illog. Let's see who else. Imposter, SoCal Gunner as well. Boss Hog, Stealth Hunter, DCG44S is also in here. Greg98K. Um, let me see who else is in here. Uh, Rising Tide Outdoors, Justin E. Caviar Hound, Vanessa Kitty also in the building. What's up, Vanessa E. Rock? as well in here um let's go through michael bender is in nice yes um and then chris illog i think is talking about the colon noir thing because i asked him uh what was Colin coleone talking about i, I saw the beginning they had a discussion about colon or coleone <laughs> i guess there's controversy over that you know um so chris Ilog says uh Pretty much his stance on the Second Amendment and his show. They both agree it's not a gun issue, but mental health issue, of course. Um, so there you go. Justin E. says, Hank, look south. do not I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> um, hamburger Helper is in here. Um, he says, hey, strangers people on YouTube. By the way, guys, don't forget to, when you're sharing stuff, throw in hashtags. We got all kinds of hashtags that we use, but you could just feel free to make up your hashtags when you throw them out there. Um, let's see who else I've got on here. Chris Bullis is here as well as, um, oh, well, boss hog is asking me. He says I'm in Houston. Any news? Oh, he says his news has been about Barbara Bush. You know, she passed, I believe early Monday or late Monday, early yesterday. Yeah. It's within the past 48 hours anyway. Yeah. 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 So I'm at 92 years old. She's done a lot of stuff. You know, I'm not huge fans of the Bush family, to be honest with 89 you. Band. Yeah. But, you know, I, listen, I, re, I respect people who yeah, have put their life on the line. Yeah. She's one. You know, she was the first lady and everything. And then also the mother of of a president. But they put their whole life out there and you got to respect that. Ultimately, ultimately, at the end of the day, they made sacrifices to do what they did. And a lot of it really, you know, you can't do it without mama, (laughs) as we all know. So uh, respect to them and condolences as well for all that stuff that, you know, that they're going through right now. I see uh, Cody Phillips is in here. He's asking if anyone's seen um, that Never Enough Ammo got the second strike. No, I didn't see that. I'm not sure what it was about. Cody says it was also on a private video. And we've been saying that for a while, like you cannot leave your videos on the YouTube <laughs> private yeah. or not. They're going to give you strikes on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got to take them down. Yeah. Cause they, they will, they will go. There's nothing private on YouTube side. They see everything. Yeah. So absolutely. You know, that's
0: not, um, enough of a thing. So I don't know if I said, I shouted out armament and axes, but I'll do it again anyway. Let's see. Enrique Q also in here. Um, Let's see who else. Uh, Black Cat Outdoors, Moo Butt, Stefano Dog, The Tyvin Show is in, Adam Jimenez as well. Um, Peyton Taylor, Streetport 13B, Ivy says, what's up, everyone? (laughs) These names get longer. So, I'm pretty sure that I missed out people in here, but I'm just trying to go through it as quickly as possible. Tattoo Jason, John Dieter, shout out to you guys. Uh, Travis Height, hopefully I said that right. LV Louis Cypher, Matt Morse, Mutiny for the Cat, Bricks, Adam DeMoss, Timothy Chrisman. So, shout out to everyone. CB is also in here. You know, if I missed you, just, um, you know, give me, give me a shout out. I see STL Storm Spotter is getting in and um, lots of other people in here um, as well. So, you know, don't forget to click the thumbs-ups, guys. Like I said, we really, really need that, and, and I'm going to remind you guys, but we need it to keep this whole thing mm-hmm. going. I see that James Ledger is in here. What's up, James? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Hit those thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Smoking on a stogie. Yes,
2: it's been a wonderful day off. <laughs>
0: but, you know, got, the, got the Big Daddy Guns hat on guns hat, my AK shirt. Yeah, absolutely Reppin, just What's going on, man? What's up?
2: Oh, not much, man. Just got back from the range. Am I coming in clear? Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. We're hanging out in the the Ledger Man Cave today, so AKA my garage. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, we're just um, we're just trying to wind down. It's been a crazy. It's been a crazy month. Um, you know, with, with uh, pulling a, a two thousand member rally uh it was it was absolutely insane um at peak it it fluttered between like 1800 2000 so it was great but uh what's going on with
0: you guys um you know same thing man it's crazy all around crazy all around that's that's the recipe of what we have going on here we're going to discuss quite a few things we are going to talk about the rally here in tally recently last weekend joe's also going to talk about what went down in uh indy Mm -hmm. right um Let me give one more shout out here. Where did that shout out go? My shout out to disappearing. Um, There was someone in here. Gun range. Gun range says, "Love you, Hank." Uh, Usually watch on Roku, so you don't see me in chat, but I watch all the time. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate everyone that watches. I see Kentucky Firearms Network is also in here as well. Okay, so you know what? Where where should we start? I think we should start with Sporting Goods. This isn't like new news. This has been going on for what the last 48 hours or something yeah the dick sporting goods so the thing the thing that's up with dicks is that (laughs) um yeah so dick sporting goods let me see i'm going to open up this article here this one says uh dick sporting goods will destroy the assault the assault style weapons it didn't sell so uh, they plan to destroy the rifles and accessories that agreed to take off its shelves in February instead of returning them to gun manufacturers. It's the latest action taken by the Pennsylvania retailer that agreed to ban the sale of assault style rifles in its 35 field and stream stores, which I thought they banned them a long time ago. So what do we all think about this? What do you guys think?
1: <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, it, you know, if they returned them. Then theoretically they could try and get, I guess, their money back, right? But I mean, if they're gonna destroy them, that means they're buying these allegedly, right? They're buying these from the firearms manufacturers. So I mean, if a company just wants to buy guns from a firearms manufacturer and then destroy them, okay. <laughs> they'll they'll make they'll make their profit and then they'll make more, right? Yeah. I don't I can't wrap my my mind around the logic of that one yeah. other than for a publicity stunt. Right. I think they think that the anti-gun community is going to, like,
0: just hug them and love them after this and say, you're so awesome. But they're going to they're going to be sorely mistaken on that one. What do you think, James?
2: From a business perspective, um, any any political stance you make is going to lose you business. All right. You are a sporting goods company Mm -hmm. that sells firearms. You already put your foot in your mouth by what you did. Now you're going to make an even bigger stance. Look, guys, the opposition to the firearms industry is not going into Dick's Sporting Goods to buy outdoors gear. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, folks. Mm -hmm. They might be getting soccer gear for their kids in the suburbs. And, hey, if you live in the suburbs, good for you. But um, they're not the ones coming in there, okay? Like, I live near an academy sports. Academy sports ain't doing nothing as far as that goes. Their guns go nowhere. Their ammo goes nowhere. It's just... Mark my words, two years from now, when Dix goes out of business, because this little fad of BS goes away, they're going to regret every single inch of it.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's going to take two years? Because I don't think it's going to
2: survive that long. Uh, That that would be like the best, uh, very playing it safe, um, you know, option, maybe two years, nine months at the best. Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, a bit an anti Second Amendment business going out of business tomorrow is the best. But
1: yeah, you know, absolutely. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. I, you know, I the first time I ever saw or heard of a Dick Sporting Goods was back in like uh, I want to say right around 2000, and uh, I was in Pittsburgh, and I guess in Pennsylvania, Dick Sporting Goods they started out somewhere up in that area, so they're kind of big up there. But Pennsylvania is a really big gun uh, state. I mean, you get outside of Philadelphia anyway. They, they have one of the highest per capita rates of uh, licenses uh, to carry handguns up there. Um, they're a big gun state. So Dick's taking this stance in most of the states that they're in is not a smart move. And, and I agree, most people aren't going there to buy outdoor stuff. I mean, they're overpriced to begin with. But, you know, it seems like there's been a shift over the past several years from, uh, from them moving more away from firearms anyway, and trying to get into more of the yuppie outdoors crowd, so to speak. Right. But the yuppie outdoors crowd, they want to go to REI and stuff like that. They don't want to go to Dick's sporting goods anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I think the only thing that's going to keep Dick's going is the local sports clubs that are still buying their jerseys and whatnot from, or, you know, soccer gear, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Mr. Ledger's right on the uh, money. with that. Yeah.
0: Or if Dix wants to keep going, they might have to get some Viagra. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, Lola's home. Be oh, careful. Yeah, yeah. Lola I'm is sorry. here. Yeah. She got she's yeah, she come got, Yeah, she got in here. And the and one of the things we were talking about behind the scenes is um these guys, they I wonder if they've ever heard of Sean Penn. You know, did you guys hear the story about Sean Penn how he destroyed all his guns for Charlize Theron and because they were engaged?
2: Yeah. You hear that
0: story? Oh yeah. Hold up. Yeah.
2: So the guy who makes movies about canoeing every bad guy in the forehead destroys his guns. Yes. So it's okay to make him money and a fortune, but when he needs more political fame, he then jumps into this.
1: Uh I, I think mostly he did it for uh for Charlie's throne and she dumped it not that yeah. long ago, right? Yeah, for some booty here. I'm gonna try to let me see if I could throw this up
0: here so everyone can see it. Any of you that have forgotten that this went down, but this is you yeah. can find it on the uh, the Truth About Guns, and the the headline is now that he's now that he's been ghosted. Will anti-gun action hero Sean Penn rearm? Uh, when it comes to the to the guns, uh, when it comes to guns, the word ghost doesn't apply to aperture sites or even to California State Senator Kevin DeLeon making a fool of himself. It now is also being used to describe what was done to anti-gun Marxist sympathizer (laughs) wife-beater and failed failed action hero Sean Penn by his ex-Main Squeeze actress Charlize Theron. This is dated August 13, 2015, by the way. So this happened like three years ago. Hmm. Um, Charlize is reported to have ended the relationship by ghosting Sean, a.k.a. disappearing from his life without a word. A source told us uh, Charlize wasn't responding to his calls and texts. She just cut it off. Um, And then they say, gee, that's too bad, especially since Penn made such a big deal of giving up his 65 guns to please Charlize Theron, pledging to have them melted down into a sculpture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he did all of that stuff. And still, I mean, he probably got the booty, but he didn't get married. So for
2: you to own 65 firearms does not mean you walked into yeah. a gun store and just went, oh, I want this. No, he's a gun
0: guy. He's a gun guy. Yeah. Of course he believes in guns. Plus, you know, this is a guy who's a Marxist, all kinds of things, right? So he believes in guns. How do you th- how do you think these guys plan on making people comply in the world that they want to, to, to build? Oh, yeah. Well. You know, he believes in it, but he was willing to melt the guns down for a sculpture for her, and then she still dropped him. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, your wife might leave you. But your Second Amendment right will always be there for you.
0: Yeah. I'm not giving up my guns for any damn thing. No, no. I'll tell you that right now. And I love Lola. She's awesome. You're awesome, Lola. I love you. I'm sure. Hey,
2: I I got to watch your wife shoot. She can cover my back
0: any day of the week. (laughs) Yeah. shoots better than I do. Yeah. She's no, she's, she's, she's absolutely good. Never asked me to give up any of my vices. (laughs) you know so i appreciate that you know well i know well actually one thing lola wasn't happy about when i got into motorcycles but you know, she she still didn't ask me to give it up but the thing is that i'm that I'm tr- the point i'm trying to make to you guys is that didn't do any good for sean penn i don't think this is going to do any good for dick sporting goods yeah. and we i i stopped supporting them a long time ago these guys have always been like this to my knowledge you know so I stopped supporting those guys and I thought they stopped carrying uh <laughs>
1: they stopped carrying um ARs a while ago. They did and then they started back up during the whole big buying craze. They started back up with limited certain sporting mm-hmm by certain sporting ars by the big name companies yeah so and like we smith, smith and wesson their m&p sporter and stuff like that that that's what they got back into but yeah they wouldn't bring back in anything that resembled like an ak or ps90 or any of that stuff yeah, yeah.
0: i'm enjoying the chat where everyone's uh speculating on what the statue was <laughs> I don't yeah, if, guys... I, I,
1: I, if it was anything it must have been a great big giant Dildo, <laughs> maybe. there you go, baby.
0: Yeah, um, I think it might be, it might be, uh, it might be a statue of Charlize with a big dildo and Sean Penn Ooh. bent over.
1: Oh, right,
2: the, the California <laughs> statue, it's just a gigantic phallic symbol.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, um, absolutely. And there's lots of guys that do this kind of stuff, and there's lots of people that try to, uh, you know, uh, bend down so to speak, to uh, the anti-gun people. I don't think it really does anything for them. And they definitely, if they didn't lose our support, they lose it anyway, so.
2: No, definitely, definitely. Um, I I look at it as is, you know, big box stores are like, hey, it's great if I'm running out of the range. I don't want to buy range ammo. I'll swing by a big box store because it's right there, you know. Mm -hmm. But support your local gun store. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, the ammo might be two bucks more support your local gun store i mean don't support dicks don't support walmart none of this okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go to your local gun store and buy from there i mean like if you to me if you live in the state of florida here's a shameless plug go to big daddy guns go right there Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. they've they've done they've I've, i've the first time i met the mcknight's they they welcomed everybody with open arms they're there for every rally every event You know, look at shoot straight. They got us buses for the rally. I mean, like, dear Lord, your local gun stores are in this fight. And if they're not do your job as a citizen and push them into it, because we will lose our rights, folks. Screw marching for your lives. This is me marching for my life, because I'm the dude that's got to go check on the bump in the night. And who are you to regulate that?
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, um, I think more people. I, I've been saying, you know, over and over again that people need to companies, not people. I think, well, people need to stand up, hands down. Okay, I I don't think enough of us that believe in the Second Amendment are standing up, but we need companies and and um, institutions out there to stand up more for it. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about here in the news is um, this is also on the Truth About Guns mission accomplished. That's the headline. Slide Fire announces shutdown. So slide fire solutions, the primary makers of bump fire stocks in the United States, has posted a notice on their site announcing plans to cease operations on May 20th. The Texas-based manufacturer has been targeted by the media, politicians, and gun control advocates. Um, going back to when this knucklehead did what he did in Vegas, the ATF is currently accepting comments on their plan to regulate bump fire stocks the same way they regulate machine guns this dispute uh, this, despite the bureau pronouncing the accessories legal back in 2010, um, they try to contact SlideFire for comment, but they're not accepting calls uh, and their message system was full. That's terrible news. W- what do you think
1: about this, Joe? So yeah, absolutely, it's terrible. I mean, you're 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 talking about a company that's founded by a, a combat wounded veteran. They've got two dozen employees at least, and this is going to affect literally a million law abiding gun owners when this goes into effect you're going to have a million people who are law abiding owners next morning felon if they don't get rid of it mm-hmm. a million law abiding million felons that's exactly how it is and this is has to be laid 100% on the backs of trump and the nra no mm-hmm. trump and the nra are the only. it's the one person and the one group you can blame for this because they are the ones who pushed they demanded it they pushed for it And Wayne and Chris LaPierre, uh, Wayne LaPierre and Chris uh, Cox sat down, had had a couple different meals with Trump. They pushed for it on record. And here it is now. And and the big takeaway is and we talked about this on a previous podcast, if you were in that one uh, here with Hank this doesn't just affect, I mean, in the very short term, it affects bump stocks. You go through the line and we went through it point by point and whatever uh, episode number that was, I won't go back through it again, but I'd encourage you guys to go back and check on, on the on the channel here and look it up. We went through point by point how this doesn't just affect bump stocks. You're talking about not just binary triggers. You go two thirds down this paragraph, you're talking about, it mentions by name, two stage triggers as, as uh, being up for grabs. This This decision takes what, for 100 years, has been the definitive definition of a semi-automatic firearm, sets it to the side, and the ATF is now saying there are numerous ways to determine if something something is a machine gun versus semi-automatic. And the old way is only one way, and there is all these different ways now they can come up with it. So this is – I mean, this is – this is the end of semi-automatic weapons up at some point in the future because this can be applied toward virtually any single thing you can name on a semi-automatic firearm. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. What do you, what do you think about this James?
2: Well, it comes down to and me coming back to that that the people of this country, we are governed by our consents. Why are we continuously giving consent? This is now messed not only with the legality and well-being of law-abiding citizens that are now felons because of this, mm-hmm. that never committed a single crime in their life, and now they're a felon. Mm-hmm. Now it's messing with jobs. How many people does Slide Fire employ? At least How many weeks. stores that sells their goods need those goods to make sales? They are now messing Washington, DC, and I'll catch flack for it, bring it, and the NRA. The not real activists, that's my opinion. And if you want to get into that, we can talk about that on a different thing.
0: We could talk After about it course. here. Huh? We could talk about it here. Go ahead. Okay, we can talk about it here. So, like, with my rallies, we reached out to the
2: NRA. Oh, well, I mean, you, here's some stuff you can hand out. Why won't why you come out? Where's the yeah. NRA been? The NRA has been in Washington, D.C., throwing you under the bus, America. Yep. Yeah. Using your membership. Well, I'm the NRA. Yeah, you're the NRA, you're a member. I'm an American citizen too. It doesn't make me the US government. Mm-hmm. So now I... we're messing with jobs, mm-hmm. people's homes and livelihood, and we're messing with the legality of a person, what what they are to, to the legal system, a law-abiding citizen or a felon,
0: yeah, a and, criminal. And also property. I mean, I think when we were looking at okay. uh, what they estimated, what was it, Joe? Was it? It was One over a
1: hundred million, right? Yeah, yeah. it's I over to kill million my video dollars in uh, yeah. in in just property that's going to have to be forfeited. There'll be no uh, there'll be no compensation whatsoever. So whatever you paid for your bump stock, uh, you're you're screwed. You have to you you have to destroy it, and it's up to you to destroy it, render it inoperable, or you to get it to an ATF office to uh, have them. Enter. Yeah. And okay. It's it's right there in the thing. These are not, this is not tinfoil hat stuff. I encourage you guys go back to the old one when this is done and go through. We went point by point through the entire multi-page document in there. Uh, it, it says what it says, folks. You can read it for yourself.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to, like, stay down in the in the muck and the mire with all of this stuff, because I would rather come on and talk about fun things, <laughs> you right. know, talk about yeah. awesome guns and 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 all the fun that we have doing this and the things that we learn, all of that kind of stuff. But ultimately here, there's a lot of people. And I was going to say it's I agree with you guys that the NRA did this. Trump did this. But then the other Republicans all over the country have just fallen in line. Here in Florida, every pretty much every Republican just fell into line with this, and they pushed this thing through, yeah. you know, yeah. with what's going on here. That's made people here in Florida potentially felons, mm-hmm. so I think that we have to realize that that's what's happening here, and we're letting them do it. They're getting away with it because we're we're maybe apathetic about it at this point, and we're all getting burnt out on all these things, but... This is going to be creeping. If the if the ATF gets away with this, and and if you look at their stuff, they're like, oh, we're just talking about bump stocks. But if they get away with it and they get to reclassify what a bump stock is, because you have machine guns, it's very clear what a machine gun is. And then if they say, yeah, we could throw bump stocks into that category, the next somewhere down the line, they'll throw triggers into that category. So it won't just be two comp- – I think we've got two companies in America that make these, right? I want to say
1: – the two yeah. companies are specifically named, and then they also say anything that fits in that. They also continue it out and give a bunch of different definitions of what a bump stock might be. So it doesn't just ban the two company pro- companies by name. Mm-hmm. It bans virtually anything that would fall under a bump stock. And it's important to understand they're not classifying it. They're not changing the definition of a machine gun. They're changing the definition of a semi-automatic. And by right. changing that definition and saying that that's only one way, now we're to set it aside, and there are numerous other ways to 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 define what a semi-automatic is or isn't, uh, and a machine gun is or isn't. And that is where the whole problem comes into, because using the same logic lined out, I mean, the best the, the, the one line answer I can give to anybody watching is reading through this. This is if Bill Clinton would have instead of using the definition of is is in a press conference, if he would have sat down and wrote a 20 page paper on what the definition of is is. That's what this uh, that's what this bill changing the regulations is. Yeah. Once
0: we, once we let this go and then we agree with it, those two companies suffer, they go out of business. The other companies out there that are looking at this and other people, other institutions that think, oh, that's okay what happens after that is they go after triggers when they get triggers and they're like, well, let's go for some other stuff. Let's say that we don't like this thing and that thing and this thing, and Mm -hmm. they're going to keep doing that until you can't have anything. Like you said, man, I guess we'll have to go all the way back to bolt action. And then at some point they'll say you could do too much damage with a bolt action. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this it's this this won't stop if you actually believe that the government's going to stop. I mean, we're, we're right now. You guys saw this tax thing that happened yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, yesterday was tax day. The IRS, uh, the, the the everything crashed and all of that. D- do you actually imagine that the IRS is going to stop taxing us? <laughs> Taxation is <that>. stopped. <laughs> you know, absolutely you, it is. Yeah. Do you imagine that the government, if you look at what the hell is happening with the IRS and taxes, have you ever seen them go backwards in America? They're not going to go backwards. They're going to go forwards. They're going to take one step and then another step and then another step. That's just the way that it is, you know, so i i'm I, i'm gonna
2: go on a bit of a rant here real quick um so we really need to go back to your founding fathers to talk about this the second amendment verbatim was invented because our founding fathers were not okay with governments the governments they knew were tyrannical now 1776 is not the same as right now we're not being taxed to death you don't have soldiers quartering in your home you don't have atrocities going on by a crown in a land that it has no representation but with that, the Second Amendment was created so that we, the people, can fight back against a tyrannical government. I'm not saying fight back against government. What I'm saying is it's meant to put us on the same level playing field. Sorry, I got a call. As hmm. your government. Now, let's let's be big boys. Let's talk about this. With what we currently are allowed to own, we are nowhere near at the same level playing field.
0: Oh, hell no. Okay, let's be real. Yeah, until yeah. I can get some nuclear silos, hell no.
2: Yeah. So, hold on. I got my phone is messing up. There we go. Yeah. Your okay. audio went so, a
0: little low, but keep going, yeah. Mhm. Uh,
2: screw. It. There we go. So, okay. where we're at with this guys is now you are allowing your government and elected employees to define what you can own to protect yourself. I am talking to you gun owners. I'm not talking to representatives. I'm done talking to elected employees. That's done. What you need to do is stop letting your government do this. Well, how do I do that? You go to your elected officials offices and you raise so much hell, they no longer run for office. You go to your elected officials offices and if you got nobody who will run against them, you run plain and simple. The only way to stop this Second Amendment legislation is to remove the legislators.
0: Right. Plain so and on. simple. You, oh, you are, okay, I see my. Sorry, I know, I know we're deep in the thing, but my barber's here. What's up, Mo? What's up, There thanks. you go. It's my barber. That's who. That's who cuts up the Mohawks, yo. That's the guy who does it, and and he's a gun guy. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you're you're out of here. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. It's good seeing you, man. Thank you. We're like we're actually live on the air. Oh, Say what's wow. up to the people. That's the guy who cuts my hair, does all the can crazy. Can you do anything designs.
2: about me going bald?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do something about everything. Hey,
2: I I can make you look good.
0: <laughs> really? You can make if you can make James look good. You are a miracle worker, See, dude. If you beautiful can make me look good, there's like work for you in other parts. Yeah, of the world. Yeah, that's next level magic. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, just kidding. <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about having a bald head is when you have a beard. See. That's yeah. all your style you need. Yeah. They, Oh, okay. Don't tell him that, man. Now he's just going to be <laughs> totally out of control now. Yeah. See that? Look. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. It's <laughs> like six months. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. The, it Basically, what he that's did was just life. pull the hair from, it just came from the head and went down <laughs> this way. <right. laughs> Design yeah.
2: cuts, barbershop, more money the barber.
0: Absolutely. I'm if you're out. in Gainesville, that's the best barbershop to go to right there. Pro gun guy and an excellent barber as well. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming by, all right? All right. All right. Have Take care, going. man. All right. Peace. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. You all know. Gotta we, grab my charger, to be right back. Gotta keep it real. Gotta rep for the barber in here. He's always looking out for me. He was actually here slicing and dicing up uh Tony's here. So
1: nice.
0: I hope you took some pictures of Tony's haircut because I probably won't even see him before he leaves. So. There you go. All right. So where where did where did uh, James go? <laughs> we talked bad about his bald head, and then we lost him, Joe.
1: I think he said he went to go to Charger. Oh, okay. <laughs> charger or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think we were talking about uh, where were we, man? We got to we got to pick back up where we
1: were. Then. Um, getting active, contacting representatives, uh, stuff like that. That's where he was at. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not just sending your emails. If you can go down in person, that's awesome. But you know, make a phone call you know, the, 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 personal touch of making a phone call ties up a staff member for a couple minutes, at least, you know, it, it's good to make that kind of contact. And, um, definitely, you know, it, it can't be stressed enough. It's not just one person, it's everybody out there needs to do it. And there were, there was, I had some talks with some representatives Saturday, uh, aside from the rally after I spoke, cause there were a couple there and, you know, it's important to hear from, you know, as a, one individual, it's a lot more important to hear from 30 people in 30 people one time than it is from one person 30 times. Right. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. do keep track of that down. There. And, and it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, don't stop contacting them, but mm-hmm. definitely try and go all the way down the line. Yeah. Um, Todd Reinhart says, hey, Joe, we need to shoot soon. And you know, uh, I see that over there. Hey, Todd, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate yeah. it. He's uh, he's one of the uh, guys uh, up in uh, northern Indiana. Okay,
0: cool, and and for everyone that's in here now, guys, please click those thumbs ups. Okay, we need it. The thing I was going to say to you when I talk to these Republican representatives over here that uh, voted for all this gun control crap, they they and I told them I'm not gonna I'm not supporting you guys no matter what. Again, yeah. and they're like, well, then you'll get Democrats. I'm like, okay, what's
1: the what if, difference?
0: Yeah, I already have Democrats. If you just do whatever the hell you want to do, and then yeah. tell me, oh no, keep keep going for me. I mean, come on, man. Mm Hmm. You know, so I I and I know there's people out there that don't want to hear that. But I'm telling you, we were more vigilant under Obama. What the hell happened?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. What
0: Absolutely.
1: happened to you guys? I got to ask you, where, when did you give up? It, you know? uh, all the big gun legislation comes during uh, during Republican presidents. It doesn't I mean, the only piece of big gun legislation. That came under under a Democrat really was the '94 ban, and that sunsetted. Mm-hmm. You look at the bans from the '89 ban that was under Bush Bush Senior, the '86 ban that was Reagan, '64. You go back through pretty much all these; it's almost all Republicans who are passing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's it, it's some sort of cognitive dissonance that people just don't just a Republican gets in and they think, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. And then the Republicans get away with it because they're like, listen, if you, if
0: you vote, if you don't vote for us and Democrats get in here, it's going to be so much worse. And yet they mm-hmm. do the worst shit that was ever done. And I think ultimately, like the the way that everything's going now, it seems to mm-hmm. me we can look at history. We need a Democrat in there so that we could hate that person and stay vigilant and stay up and keep pushing back and standing up for our rights. Because we just we think, oh, yeah, we got this guy and then he's going to take care of us. No, you have to pay attention to what the hell's going on. You can't you can't give up on it, man, because before you know it, you're going to lose everything and your head's going to be spinning, wondering what the hell happened. So, exactly.
2: You know, and it's like the way I look at it is sorry, I had to get my charger. Um, <laughs> That's but cool. the, the way I view it is this Democrat or Republican, you're passing a crown back between two houses. That's all you're doing. OK, Mm-hmm. What needs to happen is, is a vision of you have patriots and you have Tories, those who are for the U.S. Constitution, those who are for the American values and way of life, and those who don't want to have that, those who want to input what I call mob rule, which is the popular wave you have in this country. March for our rights, head over what? At the, it was like 10,000-something people at Tallahassee, mm-hmm. 100,000 people at Washington, D.C., It is the popular view from people who are uneducated, very uneducated about the situation, who are just pushed into buses, who are just put on planes to show up as bodies. Mm -hmm. One gun owner showing up at a rally, to me, is worth a hundred bodies that march for our lives. That's the way I look at it. So, When we look at the political spectrum of today's world in America, when you vote for a Democrat, yes, there is a certain belief base that goes with that. And same thing with a Republican. But what you're really voting for is what lobby is lining their pockets. Mm -hmm. All of our politicians now, somebody go, well, my politician, well, good for you, because I don't have any (laughs) here Mm -hmm. in my hometown of Melbourne, Florida. And I hope. <laughs> My senator here is watching this, but uh mm-hmm. she's in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My town hall meetings next Tuesday and I'm coming with a bunch of people.
0: Yeah.
2: That's what needs to happen, America. They,
0: they need to need feel to the heat up. right get out
2: and fight. If you yeah. do not fight, all this is for nothing. You can either fight now or get your ass shot off later.
0: Yeah, they need to feel the heat. We need to show them that we're willing to burn it down. They they, they can't just come with the excuse of, uh, hey, you know, if you guys don't support us, you're going to get worse than this. That's bullshit. You know, so I um, uh, from that, you know what? I think this is probably like a good time to talk about what happened at the rallies. James, you want to tell us how the rally went down with you?
2: Yeah, sure. Give me a reason to talk. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> What we had, um, so we threw the rally in Tallahassee. But on that day, all fifty U.S. state capitals had a rally for gun rights. That's what the cool thing was. The organization that we all linked up with, the NCCPA, the National Co- the National Coalition for Constitutional Patriots of America. Dear Lord, that's a long name. <laughs> uh, Through a fifty-state capital rally, Florida. Next to Connecticut, had the largest turnout. Verbatim, we had anywhere between eighteen hundred to two thousand people, all factions, three percenter groups, gun owners, gun stores, kind of Big Daddy Guns and Shoot Straight. Um, we had um, who else showed up? It was it was quite a big day. Uh, we had um, uh, Florida carry, um, then Florida open carry. I didn't know we had bikers for Trump. Tea party. Um, a lot of people were there. So what happened is, is that we all got to the Capitol early in the morning. Um, Big Daddy Guns put up the PA system. Shoot straight, got the buses in, and we filled her up. Nice. And we announced the, at the same exact time, all 50 Capitals had a speaker, the point of contact, reading a unified speech from the people to the powers to be. Uh, we got everything recorded. If you guys want to watch all the speakers, it's on my Facebook page. Uh, we had everything from new political incumbents that are coming up, uh, people who are running for re-election, um, re- re- Joe Schmoes, firearm owners, vets. Everybody got up there, and we we had a message. We stayed unified, and every politician that went up there, except for a few, but I'm not going to name names, didn't turn it into a campaign speech.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was good- beautiful. Right, yeah. They, um, they stuck to the so- point.
2: What we what we took away from that day and this is what rallies are cool rallies are a great way to educate people and get them off their feet, but they don't fix anything. The real work comes after the rally when you leave. I will continue to push and hold these across the state of Florida until either the situation is done or we find ourselves in a worse one and then we're going to be talking about other options. I mean, let's be real here, guys. Your country is on the brink of a civil war. You have cities that are claiming themselves to be firearm sanctuaries. Now, if our country was running great, why would I go from a concerned citizen to a political activist? Why would Hank Strange's channels get shut down? Why would the NRA be stuck up at the white house? I'm not going to get into that anyway. Mm -hmm. So my point being is if our country was running smooth Why would all these things be going on? I'm not doing it for my health. Hank doesn't do it for his health. Like, come on, guys. So the next move after the with the rally and tally movement in the state of Florida, we have, what is it, like 10 million gun owners in the state or something like that? And only 2000 showed up. Come on, guys. Like. Are are you serious? And this
0: is one of the the funny thing about it is isn't this one of the major reasons why people move here? I know it's why I moved here. Yeah. Why people are planning on moving here? I mean, you know, you've got to stand up for that. If you don't stand up and fight for these things, these guys will give it away. And you know why they're giving giving it away? They're giving it away so they can get something else, some kind of higher office. Mm-hmm. You know, so that these people it's the same thing with Charlize Theron and Sean Penn that so some someone in Hollywood will love them and invite them to their friggin shows and stop making fun of them or whatever. I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, so, so that's the I, thing. So, Joe, yeah, I know you also did one. So how, what happened with yours? How did yours go down? Sure. A, so
1: I was at the rally uh, in Indianapolis and I spoke. Uh, I want to say I spoke in between. uh uh, representative Rokita, uh, who's run for Senator and then, uh, representative, uh, Jim Lucas. Uh, he's one of the guys who, uh, introduced constitutional carry here and keeps pushing for it, keeps getting put down. Um, so I think it's interesting, depending on what news source you're reading from, depends on how many people there <coughs> were in an event. So some of the local news stations, uh, in Indianapolis, for example, um, a couple of them reported, uh, you know, a, th- a couple of them reported a thousand. A couple of them reported two thousand, and then the, all the national news picked up on was several hundred or a few hundred. So, um, and and I've got the pictures. Um, so I would say, based upon the estimates from the more conservative local news outlets that were there, just based on what they said, uh, I would go with two thousand were at our rally. And looking at it, I mean, standing up at the peak of it, uh, and I talked close to the peak of the of what I would say the crowd level was. um, I would say looking out, uh, there probably was a couple thousand people out there, and I mean, it was multiple, multiple people deep all the way down both sidewalks. So getting up on the steps and looking out from the podium where I was, um, there were a ton of people there, and there are a bunch of pictures from that vantage point as well. So we had a lot of people there. One of the so I didn't have anything to do with organizing the rally. I did help help get the word out um, uh, toward the end. Uh, the the biggest problem that I have with with events get organized like with this is there was I mean considering the the organizational time was three weeks from basically the time they said they were going to do it to the event. Three weeks isn't a lot of time, and if you're going to put together an event like that, um, and there were also. Mm, satellite events happening in Indiana. There was a satellite event that happened in Fort Wayne, for example, that I guess 7,500 people turned out to. Um, if you're going to have statewide capital events like this, it has you have to give people more time to be able to, be able to plan out their weekends to go because depending on what state you live in, it can be a long way. For me, I live on the northern end of the state. It's about three hours from me to get to Indianapolis. Luckily, I didn't have anything that I couldn't move going on that Saturday and I was able to attend. Um, there are other places like Florida, for example, right? Tallahassee is a long way from Miami. Um, You know, it is a long drive. So you need to give plenty of time for people to plan these out. And I I think that's where in some areas in some states we saw, you know, a very low turnout is related to that. Now, obviously, you know, how much bigger would the turnout have been if we'd had several months and a lot more uh, stuff put together? What people don't understand about the March for Life that happened, and this was kind of the the response to, to the March for Life back in March. And that was in the works for nearly a year. The Parkland tragedy was simply the final kick in gear to get it going. There were the, the uh, Bloomberg group through, um, uh, what's the name of the, the, the group? The Bloomberg group finance sub, subfinance group. You're talking about every town? Yeah, in every town. There was another group that actually funded this Parkland shooting. Yeah. Or not funded the shooting, but funded the, the uh, March for Life. They gave out here in Valparaiso, Indiana, when they did that. Um, and I live relatively close to there and not in Valpo, but I mean, within an hour of it, basically. And that rally that was put on there by those college students that were there, they were sponsored. They each got the two main people who hosted that event there downtown. They turned out like 300 people. They got $5,000 a piece from the what, what ultimately was a Bloomberg as the parent group. They got five grand a piece for putting that on and getting people out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, and they got a boatload of publicity and ads and sponsored stuff to get people to this event. So I, I think it was a little quickly put on. And I also think that timing wise wasn't the greatest because we're, it, our legislator isn't even in session right now. Right. And most legislatures, state legislatures around the country aren't even in session right now. So I I mean, the people who put it on up here worked really hard, um, much harder than some other states. And obviously, it sounds like in Florida, you guys put in a ton of work as well as up in Connecticut. But I think that next time there needs to be a much longer period because the the, what's worse than having no rally and nobody turn out is having a rally and only a couple dozen people turn out. Yeah. And I, I, I would leave it at that. I mean, yeah, I
0: think we if we definitely took some time and made a more concentrated effort, like people saying, you know, maybe a million man uh, gun march or something like that, you know, Whoa. we just have to take our time, organize it and, and see what happens. Ultimately, you know. I don't think it, it, for me, this is the way I look at things. Other people don't have to believe what I believe. Ultimately, if we know something is right, we need to get out there and we need to speak about it and and protest about it and push back and 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 try to make a difference. And this is what's important in life.
1: Yeah. So a couple people were talking about, I think in India we would have had an even better turnout. Uh, and, and some some people are talking about it in the chat are so I showed up at Indy, and I was actually wearing a Criminals Love Gun Control t-shirt when I was mm-hmm. at the podium, um, not because that's actually what I wanted to wear, but because I was actually expecting cold and rain, and literally overnight forecast changed. It was supposed to be raining and thunderstorms all day, and like in the 40s. It wound up turning out that day, it was cloudy, a little windy, but it was, it was in the 60s. It was absolutely, considering beautiful weather completely the opposite of what would have been forecasted even barely 12 hours before. So um, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is, but yeah, that's that, that that's a good point. I, I don't know if that person who was commenting on that was there or not at the rally, but mm-hmm. the actual rally, the weather on the ground during that two, uh, for here, for where we were anyway, that two, four PM uh, window was actually about as good as you could hope for considering what we were looking at going into the day. Yeah, absolutely. Did you want to add something to this, James?
2: Yeah, well, I just I want to address some topics like as and why why it didn't have that much in um, time frame, if that. So with the ra- the rally and tally kicked this off, Mister David Clayton um, and various, I mean, the hundreds and hundreds of people put this together as far as the national coalition to to put these um, in all fifty states on April fourteenth when we did it. The reason why it was given that time frame of a month um was I and, and this is the way I view it, um, is it's it's the start of a continuing movement and a progression of it. The next one is gonna have a little more time and so on and so forth. I can't get into too much, but I from what I understand is, is that you're going to see this progress into a full-blown. How to put this? ah, it's so hard to try to say it without saying it. It, It's going to turn into what we need. Okay, Um, Mm -hmm. April Fourteenth was just the April Fourteenth was just the beginning of things. Um, We'll put it that way. So with that, what is needed now, and like Indianapolis, Florida, Connecticut, is not a okay. We did that. Let let's let's go hang out now. It's a continuing resurgence. We now need to focus on organizing and planning the next one. Okay, well, shoot straight, can't do buses this time. Well, I'm not saying they can, just hypothetically. Now we need to find somebody else. Or Indianapolis needs a huge turnout, but they need assistance getting their permit. I know Tennessee had an issue where they had to pay some $5,000 to get police there for security, which is outrageous. It stopped their rally from happening. So this this is a – the rally and tally – We did that in six days and got almost 400 people there in just six days. This gave us a month. So now we're looking at two months. Let's see what two months can get us. But in the meantime, this is all leading up to November, guys. November is key. If you have to get out and vote. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't
0: end. Like you said, you you don't just go to the rally and it's over. And there's mm -hmm. other things you can do other than showing up at the rally. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. No,
2: you're 100 percent correct. And it's I, I will keep saying this. Please, if you want to start fighting and don't know how to reach out to guys like me, reach out to the group. And the, John, right? Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe. I'm, I'm horrible with names. That's all right. Uh, you know, uh, guys like Joe, myself, people who are out here who know what we're doing, who have something about us. I have no problem. I'll teach 100 people to do this. Go back to your states and do it. It's not that difficult. It's, a, it's actually it's just a bunch of paperwork and a lot of social media and a lot of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. It, it's like herding cats. I can teach you to herd cats, but the thing is, guys, and getting back on topic, is we are at a precipice in history. We are. So, if it means that you just heard about this a week ago, I hate to say it. Tell your boss you're great and and. Jemima's uncle's dog died or whatever and get there because like he said the worst thing in the world is throwing a rally and 14 people show up yeah. because you know what now this the liberal social media outlet did they found they took pictures of the lowest quoted rally and said oh look at this versus march for our lives what looks like change to you mm-hmm What looks like change to me is the change in our political system now funding what I view as base communism. The stripping of our right to protect our God-given lives with our God-given rights. That's what has changed. I didn't get paid to go to a rally. Joe didn't get paid to go to a rally. It costs gas, time, effort whatever it takes to before the buildup to it money you're spending at the rally. You've got to feed your, I mean, nobody, this is all out of pocket. Patriot work does not pay. And if it does pay good for you, I ain't figured that out yet.
0: Yeah. Also, listen, this is not a popularity contest. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that we, we should always strive to do better. Mm-hmm. We should always strive to get the message out there better. We're all trying to do that. You know, I think all of us here are driving ourselves into insane amounts of tiredness, you know, fatigue and all that kind of stuff. But this is not a popularity contest. This is not about being popular. What you see everyone else trying to do is about being popular. These are the same people that say that they should take the guns away from us, that the police will protect us today. And then tomorrow they're like, oh, the police are killing us, you know. This is not a popularity contest. You know what's right. It doesn't require other people to believe it. You still have to get out there. Yes, we do want more people to get up and do something about this. And we have to figure out how to get that done. It doesn't end at the rally, though. And that's not the limitation of what you can do when these things are going up out there. Even if you can't show up, you've got work, you've got things going on. You could share this stuff. You could try to get the message out there and get other people to be involved in it. You know, we, we have to do something about this because when it goes away, everything else is going to be eroded behind that. So.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and obviously keep in mind, depending on where you live, what state you live in, this isn't just a federal issue. It isn't just a state issue. It can be a local issue too. We've had issues right here in Northern Indiana where we've had just a year ago, a year ago in one day, actually, um, Our local uh, county up here in LaPorte County tried to ban shooting in the county within a thousand feet of a residence. (laughs) Uh, Any residence. Um, Anyway, we. Is this on private property? Anywhere. Anywhere. If it's within a thousand feet of any residence, no shooting. So uh, we rallied the troops. We got the word out. And within nine days, we turned out at least 300 people to the county commissioners. I mean, think about it. 300 people. The, it, literally out the door around the corners you could not it was it was awesome it was such a turnout that everyone on the county mm-hmm. voted it down including whoever it was that wouldn't admit to who proposed it and put it on 100 percent. <laughs> <100%. laughs> yeah, now, now, now that, that's an awesome story i share that because you can affect positive change if everyone gets involved. Now of course obviously not everybody in the county got involved, not even close. But the more people that get involved, the more likely you are to affect positive change. Imagine if every Indiana for example is the state with the largest amount of people with a license to carry in the country. Literally one in 6, at least one in 6 adults in Indiana has a license to carry, at least. And those are the old numbers. I think it's like one in 5 now. Like 20% mm-hmm. of have have a license to carry. Um, But yet we turned out, you know, roughly 2000 people, right? So people have to get involved. They can't put it out on other, they can't put it off onto other gun owners, other people. They have to get involved themselves, not just making phone calls, but if you can show up, you have to show up to something like that. Cause that's what actually gets them riled up and gets them like, Oh God, we made a mistake. We don't want to lose our cushy government paid, our government taxpayer paid jobs. We better do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to kind of pivot from
0: this here in a second. Yep. Peyton Taylor did want us to know that the GOA sent out postcards. All you need to do is sign and put a stamp on it and it will go to your senators opposing gun control. Mention it, please. Uh, you know, he wants us to mention it. So definitely for anyone who's a member of the GOA and, and then you're on their mailing list, those will be coming out uh, if you're not a member of the GOA, I encourage you to do so. I know we have a link in our description along with a bunch of other links, but there's mm-hmm. one in there where you could save. Um, I, I think you can become a member for fifty, yeah, $15, you know, or you can just reach out to them. I would reach out to them, email them or whatever. Let's try to yeah. get those postcards out and uh, and and stamped put a stamp on them and mail them out. Okay. So James is showing some guns. Let's, you know what, James, let's talk about guns, man. What you got there? What's that?
2: Well, let's talk about this and Kimber, if you're watching, I'm pissed.
0: This got dropped on carpet
2: carpet. Ready?
0: Mm. Okay.
2: (laughs) This is new Kimber. Come on.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now your, 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 your light is a little dim there. So, you know, um, we're not seeing you super clearly, but okay. I can see that you lost one of the grips. Yeah. So this Looks is like the, the Kimber
2: micro nine.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: It's itty bitty. I mean, and it weighs nothing. I can throw this thing in my, my little sticky holster in my board shorts or my basketball shorts. You never even know it's there. Oh, okay. Uh, hold six rounds in the mag. It's got one of the mags comes with the extended grip. She's unloaded. For you safety nuts. <laughs> but um, it's beautiful. I love it. It runs great. Kind of snappy because of the size, but it, it's beautiful. Great pocket carry. Um, one of the issues, though, I have with it, a two. It's holding up a two. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't hate my Kimber. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, come on, Kimber. Like, for real. So what and happened to it on the, what happened and to it the screws?
0: And, the, and it just, it just this, snapped out?
2: Okay. This broke and the safety fell down. And the detent and spring went bing.
0: So does the gun work functionally now? Is it? Oh, it, worked, it still
2: works just fine. I just took it out and shot the crap out of it. But uh, <laughs> like quality control, folks.
0: Yeah, definitely. Please make sure that you get in touch with Kimber and um, have them do something oh, about that. They're getting so, a
2: call yeah. in the morning.
0: OK, yeah. very good. Very good. What do you have going on, Joe? I know that you also have some uh, new videos that are up on your channel, 13C Gun Reviews. So hit us I- up with that
1: i do so um and and that too if you've ever seen the sign of of uh, the count from sesame street holding up the sign of the number two and the caption under under, underneath is uh is uh in regards to uh somebody somebody telling you about their 1911 and how many six rounds are going to get off successfully before it jams Uh (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) i thought that was a perfect time so yeah uh two new videos dropped on friday the 13th um cmmg has entered into the sbr market heavy uh with their banshee line and then they also have entered in now into the silencer market and they are selling uh their silencers and they call them the defcans d-e-f-c-a-n-s i don't know where i stand on the name but uh, anyway we we have a video on each up um the 13c gun reviews uh youtube channel or uh, if you're over on full 30 we are live now on full 30 uh we just went live this week so uh, those two videos are up on full 30 as well okay so you got a channel there yes yeah we're 13c uh just 13c over there okay uh, cool and uh yeah so when you click on the channels list i think we're at the top since 13 comes before 22
0: <laughs>
1: okay so, okay, it's alphabetical <laughs> yeah so it's alphabetical
0: yeah uh, and numerical obviously and numerical so we're at the top of yeah. the list so I, yeah. I, I like that yeah uh i'm gonna I'm change my name my to head. zero zero one triple a, hank strange <laughs> See what that does for me <laughs>
1: all right go. so and then uh, what do you have some gun stuff to show off here um yeah i do so i don't did last time i was on i don't think i had the rail on here did i uh, no, you didn't actually. No. no. Yeah. So this is the Midwest oh, yes. Industries rail on my. Here, let me actually bring this up so, so I, can I can see. see Looks good. Yeah. Get it in frame. So this is the Galil Ace in five five six, and this is their uh, uh, one of their uh, shorter rails for the pistol or SBRs. Mm-hmm. Replace the factory handguard. Drops off a good uh, at least half the way to the factory handguard. Looks okay. really nice. Feels nice. Adds uh, M lock on uh, the three three sides, which is nice. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty happy about that. Getting this thing off, um, I'm going to include in the video. Uh, if you're trying to take the screws out of this, make sure that you boil some water and put it put the front end of this in boiling hot water, as close to super hot water as you can before you start torquing on. I stripped out the screw on one side. I wound up having to get a, a screw bit to try and back it out to drill it out, burn it, burnish it, and pull it out. Didn't work. I finally took a Dremel and had to cut through the factory handguard, cut a slot to get a big flathead screwdriver through to break it loose. Definitely take the time, get some really super hot water, close to boiling as you can get it, because the Israelis on here, the freaking <laughs> Loctite or Rock Set they put on here is probably worse than anything I've ever encountered before. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. They put that in major lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, absolutely. so yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think somebody said Glee five, five, six. Yeah. That's this. And then, um, so hopefully we'll have that video up in the next week or three. Um, we got a ton <laughs> going on. And then of course, just for fun, this guy just came in. So can you, J rock not- wants to know, can you just use a heat gun? <laughs> or- um, I guess if you get it hot enough, theoretically, but I think the problem with the heat gun is, um, you wind up, you may wind up melting the, uh, uh, your, so your, so here's your front sight post, right? And you've got a tritium insert in there. So if you heat this up too hot, you've got your tritium gases in here uh, that you may wind up breaking the seal on that. And then of course, the, the factory rail is all plastic in here. So if you use a heat gun, are you gonna get this hot enough before you start melting plastic and then you're dealing with that again so i i don't know if i'd use a heat gun um i don't know maybe you could use a torch if you wanted to to hit it directly on the screws theoretically um, or go kind of down in between because there's enough of a gap sort of but i think the safest bet is honestly to use really hot water okay Uh, you know and and i just use a five gallon bucket i boiled the water in a big freaking stock pot on the stove stuck this thing in a five gallon bucket in the garage, poured the hot water in it, and I got the other side out fine. Oh, okay, good
0: yeah. to go. And then you got you got um, screws from, were you able to get the screws?
1: Yeah, yeah, so Midwest sends uh, for, depending on which version, this version comes with two screws, one for each side up here, and then one cross bolt that goes all the way through in the back end to lock it down. Uh, I think the 7.62 version comes with one long screw in the front, one in the back, it's a little different. On the on the uh depending on which version you have so you want to make sure and this is from rs regulate so make sure when you're selecting which one you want <clears throat> to go in there and make the right option based upon what actual that you have yeah J
0: Rock is just pointing out that he never heard about boiling so you know hey yeah yeah it actually it works
1: fantastic and I, I got that uh straight from uh scott at rs regulate because i contacted oh, okay. him i'm like man I don't know what the hell's going on here, but what did you use to get yours off? That's what he told me. So that's um, from the build. That's from the builders. Yeah, and Scott's a real smart guy. (laughs) Yeah, Scott is a smart guy. He's a good. He he's a really cool guy to know too. Yeah,
0: I mean Yeah, sometimes those things sound crazy, but they do work. James, it looks like you you you're making a bunch of noise back there. Did you go get another gun?
2: Uh, I went and got some gear. So um, the uh, the infamous SLR or SLR one hundred and seven R that I got. So it's now got a hollow sun on it with an M with a Midwest Industries M1 rail. Okay. And then I put just a old combat block flash hider on it okay, because at nighttime, nice. this thing shoots fireballs. I mean, they're huge. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do a lot of nighttime hog hunting. So uh, I had to throw something on there to help that out. But yeah, man, she's, uh, she's been good, running great. We actually just went and use her at the range. So she's, uh, she's good. But this is what I just got in the mail.
0: Okay. what you get? what you get? Uh,
2: because as everybody knows, I mean, it's all good to have a sword, but you're going to need armor to put on. So <laughs> this is my new plate carrier. I'm not going to hold her long. She's heavier than hell. But um, this is the, this is Condor. Crap. I don't know the exact model, but it's made by Condor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it holds some uh, AR500 plates. It's got my mags on it, radio. Um, for bigger guys, like um, like uh, at Fearless Orca Tactical, Chris, he's a big guy with me too. So there are big plate carriers out there, and they're comfortable. So yeah. I got one. It's OD green because of Florida. I mean, look at our environment. Yeah. But uh, it's comfortable. It hold, The shoulder pads hold the weight well, actually amazingly well. Um, I've gotten some plate carriers or been in some plate carriers before that are just, oh, they destroy your shoulders. Um, weight distribution is great. Sweat protection's great. Um, I, the Velcro's rock solid. I mean, honestly, if you have to, like, an AR, if you got to piece together a plate carrier where you got to go here for plates and here for a carrier, go get the Condor carriers, man. I mean, they're, we'll put it this way. I went and got a Chris Kyle backpack, okay? Now, love Chris Kyle. It's a great foundation. Took it on one hog hunt. One. It is in pieces. It got caught on a branch while we were moving, and as I moved, the branch completely tore the uh, the where the uh, strap is connected to the pat ripped the threads right out, and the whole thing just came off right there. So I would I would think putting a man's name, a war hero's name, on a piece of gear, the gear would be better quality. Well, who made yeah. who made the gear? I don't actually have the backpack in here to show you, but okay. um the who actually makes Chris Kyle's gear, it's on the bag. But um, yeah, it was it was poor. But this, this boys and girls, I mean it in a situation where it's life or death, armor's gonna help you. I'm a big proponent of armor, big proponent of plate carriers. And um Condor did not let anybody down with this. It's got plenty of if you like your morale patches and you're a patch whore like myself. Uh, it's got plenty of room for that.
0: Yeah. It's I noticed that cool. uh, <laughs> just make oh. sure, make sure that you actually wear it and train with it and all that. And, yes. and you're prepared. Too. My
2: big, my big tip is if you get a plate carrier, I want you to put it on with your gear and go wash your dishes, go walk around your house, see how long it takes for you sit on your couch and go, Oh, that's horrible. Cause it's, it's extra weight and it's dead weight and you got to carry it around on. You got to move with it. And um it, it'll show you that it's no joke. Just thinking cuz you got one you're going to throw it on when it's go time. I don't know about all that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. And, and if you're getting older, I've got some of the uh level 3 uh some of the level 3 uh from AR500 armor. They're they're plastic armor. Um it's uh, the UMHPE stuff. And it's uh, it's about an inch and a half thick. It's neutrally buoyant. So if you go in the water, it's not it's it's, it's it'll float. It'll float. It won't support you with any weight, but it, it's neutrally buoyant. And oh, uh, look at Hank, Nice. And uh, that stuff weighs in at three point three pounds each, which is okay. really which is really, really nice. It's the last level two carbine class I took, I ran it with the plate carrier and uh, and two level three plus uh, air 500 plates and man, I was dying. After lunch, I started dying. <laughs> yeah. So I, know. I know. that extra weight kills. Yeah, Sid, absolutely. The, the need the for top. cardio. Go ahead. Sid in the comments was asking about the top rail. Um, For this one, this is actually, all this uh, pick rail on the top here is all factory. The whole top of this is all factory. So uh, it holds zero fine. It actually locks in really securely in the back here. Um, and this is all the factory pick rail. Uh, that's built into the gas tube and the uh, thing here. So the whole top end of this is factory, except obviously the uh, hollow sun on here on the top. But the rest of this is factory up top.
0: Yeah, right. Absolutely. And I just want to take this this moment here to show off these two awesome styrogs that we've got here. One oh, just, yeah uh, one is actually mine. You know, you guys know I like to do a wield.
2: This is the part <laughs> of the show where I hate to to hang.
0: Yeehaw! <laughs> I don't know, like, which – I think this looks like this, like that. You know what I want to do, Will, just yeah. those Daniel Defense machine guns. Those yeah. things were amazing. Um, yeah, the machine guns were awesome. We just – we won't talk too much about where they came from. Yeah. What, yeah. We'll what do you mean? We, no, I've seen a video this one time, this one place. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll pretend we don't know where they came from. No, they're they're awesome. But anyway, I want to show – this one has to use these crazy, specific uh, AUG mags. And this one is uh, just uses P mags. Both made in America. There you go. Nice. So I just figured I'd share that, you know, while we're on here. It makes
1: for a great thumbnail. <laughs> so. While you're setting those down, J-Rock is asking about thoughts on the Holosun. So this is the HS515CU. I've got a video up. I did on this at least ah, about a year ago, maybe. Um, I have beat the hell out of this thing. Um, and it is, it is freaking tough as nails. I, I love the hell out of it, and for the price point, I don't think you're going to find a better optic for the price point. Now, that's not to say that if I was going to war, I've got, uh, you know, and I wanted an optic this size, you know, I'd probably, over this, I would probably take my Aimpoint T2. However, if I had this on my rifle, I would not worry about it. Yeah, it's solar. This one's a solar uh, dual-powered. Um, the solar is mostly a backup though. Um, the battery inside here is rated for 50,000 hours, so you can't beat it. And this is actually one of, uh, one of the few go to rifles that I have here around the farm, um, or in this case, go to pistol. And, um, if I needed to fight off home invaders with this thing, I would have no problem trusting my life to this. Did I beat it with a water bottle? I did not beat it with a water bottle, but I did submerge (laughs) it in water for like 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was. Um, and uh, I've dropped it and I've hit it and I, you know, it does fine. Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to find out from James real quick what he thinks about the Hollow Sun. But before I say, I think Stefano Dog, what did he say here? He said um, he prefers uh, primary arms to basic scope. Um, Hollow Sun and primary arms, just in case, I'm not saying that Stefano doesn't know this, but, uh, or Stefano, I might be saying that wrong. Um, basically, same company or the the things are the same. They're probably separate companies technically, but the scopes are manufactured in the same place. Lots of these scopes are all actually manufactured in the same place. Lots mm-hmm. of uh, vortex, primary arms, hollow sun, all in the same place, just for FYI for folks out there. Okay. So, James, tell us what you think about um, your, cause you've got a hollow sun as well on yours, right? Yes, I do. And I love it.
2: Um, so coming from a person before using this optic who was a novice with red dots, um, upon getting it, I immediately noticed that I can have both eyes open, and get full view of my target, and get full view of the reticle. So I have dropped this thing. Um, where, where when I go hunting and when I go out and do my do my wood stuff, um, it gets bumped, beat up. It's got some scratches. Not on the lenses though. The lenses hold up real nice. Um, it's I, I got it zeroed. It never come. It hasn't come off the zero um point of aim point of impact it's absolutely beautiful if you're put it this way because this is the only experience i have if you don't know what to get get a hollow sun this is a hs403 gl whatever that is it's amazing get one i love them um when when you're coming down on the site and you've got both even when you you close your eye and you you're able to get full adjustment from right there um (laughs) you're able to adjust your brightness it's even got a night vision setting, so if you're running night vision goggles, I mean, you, you can't see that with your eyes, um, but with night visions, you can see it, um, as well as, I mean, I, I've literally, while we were out, tripped and dropped and fell com- directly on this, and I didn't mean to, but I did. Um, we, we were going through a really rough patch, that's why everybody, keep your firearms safe. If you're out with other people, keep your stuff safe. Um, but I tripped fell, Nothing. Didn't yeah. bend the mountain, and, and that's like and a mountain.
0: Yeah. It, that's what I was gonna say. That's like a mountain coming down on that. Um. So a couple of things here. Joe's got a bag that we're definitely gonna show off here in a second. Um. So gun range says I've been spanking two hollow sun optics around in the cold, rain, snow, mm-hmm. and elevation of the Rockies, and in the sand and heat of the deserts on a three hundred uh, blackout and a twelve gauge for about two years now. Love them. So that's that's uh you know thanks for that. Um and Rock wants to know if they're from china so and i'm not i don't think any of us are trying to like i think you've got lots of good optics out there it really comes down to what you can afford this is the thing i always tell people you know get the best thing that you can afford to do you know we honestly the more guns you get you can't just keep switching one optic around to all the different guns you want to get something that's a good quality and at the same time affordable and I, the last thing that i'm going to say before i go to uh Joe, unless someone else has something to say, iron sights, baby. (laughs) Unless, you know, I mean, eventually, as you get older, your eyesight gets bad. But iron sights, make sure you got iron sights on your gun. That's I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Joe, did you, uh, what what is this bag you're showing
1: off here? So, this is the Markor 45. This is a 45-liter pack from Vanquist. It is, uh, it's really cool. So, the tags are still on it, if you noticed. I just got it yesterday. I'm going to actually, I haven't had a chance to sit down and start setting this guy up yet, but it's got a reversible panel on the front with multiple different attachment points so that you can flip it around. You can bring it around the front. Front. This is like in the tactical front setup where you can put a bunch of molly stuff off the front of it, extra patch stuff. On the other side, it looks more like a, um, and you can flip that around. It sits the other way. It's got a duck foot in here and cordage, straps here for hiking sticks, skiing poles, whatever you want. Um, they, this debuted at SHOT Show, uh, this year. And this thing is, uh, is pretty cool. There's a lot of- What's the name of the the company company? again? I won't get get too much into it. What company is this again, Joe? (laughs) I missed it. What's that? What company is it? VanQuest. VanQuest. Okay. Yeah. And I've had, I've had a lot of good luck with VanQuest stuff. So this guy opens fully up. It's got the bright orange interior, all kinds of, uh, of, of webbing. Uh, compression straps, extra straps inside. It's also got uh, a lightweight plastic backing in it. Um, Everything you would be looking for in a good outdoor pack. Um, Fully adjustable for shoulder heights so that you can get these pads to sit so you get a proper 80-20 distribution for hips versus uh, weight on your hips versus 20% on your shoulders. Um, I mean, a lot of good options. It's got zip through on the bottom here. Uh, Obviously, your webbing, so you can attach sleeping gear, whatever you want on the bottom. But you've got a zip out on the bottom as well, which is other pouch interior that you can either use in two ways. You can set it up so that if you want to put your shoe, you know, a pair of dirty shoes in the bottom of your pack or something and separate it out, you can. Um, You can also unzip it, turn it around, and bring it out so it hangs out. You're obviously losing some of your tactical um, coloring, (laughs) but this would actually allow you to sit a full 16 inch rifle in there, um, with a full stock and not have it actually be outside of the pack at all.
0: Yeah. So Um, here's a good, here's a, uh, before you go on here, this is a good question. I'm pretty sure you won't be able to answer this, (laughs) mm -hmm. but hamburger helper says, how many balls fit in 45 liters? How many balls? What kind of ball? So what we usually do when I've got uh, backpacks here, these balls, these uh-huh. balls right here, Joe. <laughs> these, these, these are my balls, Hanks Joe. Balls. These, yeah, yeah, these are Hank's balls. I got lots okay. of balls in case. I mean, I think everyone knows that, but yeah. I thought those were in Lola's purse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bastard! <laughs> uh we, you know. Those are the emergency balls there on the ground. And then we have some more above me right here. So, yeah, you don't know that right now, Joe, but that's what we do here. I would have to get one of these in, or the next time we get a 45-liter in here, we'll see oh, how yeah. many balls we could stuff in
1: there.
2: Is that pack available for order?
1: Uh Not yet. I think uh, May – the beginning part of May it'll be available. Because Mid-
2: what, what I see lacking in the pack industry, like my, my actual pack, my outdoor pack, it's wonderful. It's mm-hmm. literally – just a a, a field. it's a field line it's a $40 pack but it's it lasted longer than the $80 Chris Kyle pack so uh but it it is that bright orange inside because when you get into
0: an emergency situation exactly
2: Mm -hmm. low light areas you can see everything so much better I
0: Mm
1: -hmm. mean
2: everything is more defined and broke up in there that that looks like a solid pack man especially you said it's got a plastic backing
1: yeah yeah so in the top here so they, they've got like their rip stop. They use a 500 denier, a thousand denier cordure, uh, 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 500 denier, a thousand denier in the hardware spots, and then your rip stop interior. but they also have like like this is the thousand D here just to prevent rubbing. But yeah, it's here. Hopefully I don't kill you guys on the sound. But here is that plastic backing inside here. And this adds minimal weight to this. I haven't weighed it yet. I took it out. I just put it back in. But uh, it's got a good curvature for the back. And it's nice and stiff in the back. And this this can't add more than three-quarters of a pound. I mean, it's actually crazy light.
0: Yeah. So, um, and I don't know. You probably mentioned it already, but what was the price on that?
1: I think price point on this is going to be about 260 Okay. I want to say. Um, but, I mean, it's it's – their stuff isn't necessarily cheap. But for – if you were to compare this to something from – Something similar from, let's say, maybe a Maxpedition. Maxpedition would probably want at least three fifty for this bag. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, overall, I'm digging what I'm seeing. It, it reminds me; it's got a lot of the features and a lot of the stitching and everything that I look for. in uh, another bag I have, I have their Trident Thirty One from last year. And I took that around a lot last year down the Caribbean and stuff, uh, hiking mm-hmm. on some islands and stuff. It, that bag did really well. So I'm I'm anticipating this one will too, but. Um, Obviously, it's got to go through its testing over the next couple of weeks before uh, or I can give a full uh, a full thumbs up or thumbs down on it. But, I mean, I'm That's digging what, what I'm seeing doing. so far.
0: Yeah, let us know. Um, so, I think Armament and Axe is asking this question. Here's a question. Who here carries a field surgery kit in their pack
1: and know how to use it if needed? So, Joe, I'll let you start with that. So, um, my history, I've been in the in some part of the medical field now for roughly 20 years without showing my age. Um, so yeah, so basically my entire adult life, I've been, I started out as a firefighter EMT and uh, progressed from there. And now I actually do consulting. Um, so I'm, I'm not a, I'm no longer a clinician. Uh, but, um, I carry, uh, the, the PC answer would be in the event of an emergency. I am uh, well-trained and I carry appropriate supplies How about mm-hmm. that. Um, so more important than supplies would be more important than supplies would be would be the training and the mindset to know how to use things. Uh, obviously, if you're putting together, you hear all the time. Well, you know, any of you know, if if you get a gunshot wound, you can stick a tampon in. All right, well, maybe in a worst case scenario, yeah. But if you're planning on building a kit, do not put a tampon in it for that purpose. Go ahead, get yourself the things that you need to put in the kit that are appropriate to it. If you're actually putting one together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you find yourself stranded on, you know, on the beach in the middle of nowhere, and that's all you have, use what you have at hand. But if you're building a kit, a purpose built kit, put one together, get advice from someone who knows what they're doing, get training, um, or if you're going to buy a pre put together kit, which there's a lot of great ones out there, like our friend Skinny Medic and stuff, um, you know, make sure you get the training to know how to use it. That, that, is, that is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. We can't
0: overstate that. We all need it. By the way, people, let me see if you guys can see this. People are sending me like, there's a picture of, of a uh, plate carrier right there. Nice. So that's someone's plate carrier. Um, I'm just, I'm just throwing up sh- stuff and showing you guys what's coming. Remember, in when here. you
2: throw rounds, people normally throw them back. So yeah. get armor.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we were talking about cats yesterday because uh, you know I don't trust cats for anything. So I don't know if you guys could see this, but someone sent me a picture of their cat with. Let me see if yeah. I can get this to to show us a better picture. But anyway, it's
1: that's done looks like a KSG yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, it's a KSG with a cat that's um, kind of like invisible <laughs> somewhere in there. You can see like one little eye, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know about you guys, but I I'll, I'll st- I'm sticking to my guns on that one. I definitely don't trust the cats.
1: Nope, I'm a dog guy. Yeah. They so are sne- I, I, sneaky. I, I was never into cats until I got married and my wife made us get a cat. Um, mm-hmm. There are cool cats out there. I'll say that. There are cool cats out there. Now, living on the farm, I have a couple cats that live in the barn. Um, and they, you know, they you, you have to, living on a farm, you have to have cat, yeah. outdoor cats. Oh, absolutely. That's um, a great, that's great to thing. Yeah. Your pets, but you have to well, because the mice will overrun you in a heartbeat. Um, but they've been exiled to the, the barn, too, so it's okay. But, yeah. uh, you know, they, they, there are, there are, there are good cats and there are crappy cats. I've ran into both.
0: Yeah. So oh. and and by the way, uh, SoCal Gunner sent me. He said he hasn't seen much long range Gorn. so he's sending us a picture of his Remington Sendero two in three hundred Win Mag with a Magpul bottom metal and Vortex scope. So there you go. You, see, see so, you know, nice little, nice, nice, nice little pea shooter right there. Can't knock that. When you got to reach out and Here's touch somebody. Yeah. So there you go. There goes another one. Um, and I, and by the way, if people want to know how you can like actually send me things, this is why you have to go to hankstrange.tv. Go to hankstrange.tv. Put in your email address. That's how you register your email address with us. Right now, every Friday, I'm sending out a newsletter. When I send out that newsletter, I give out the number. We've put it out in some other places, but that's the main place where we give out the number. You can get it. You could text me. You can even call me if I'm not busy doing something. I'll answer or call you back or whatever. But You know, you got to go to HankStrange.tv for that, man. That's how it's going down. That's my my uh, part of the plan of what we're going to do around here for everything going on with these different social medias. And I know people have been sending me messages. It seems like every day there's a new social media uh, or a a new platform that's uh, coming into effect. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones. I just haven't even had the time to check all of them out. And by the way, we're working on stuff here, so um that's the thing like one of the things i do in the background is we're we're building a platform and you know we want to do it right so that's why i haven't been able to like roll out everything we're getting closer and closer we're just testing stuff and doing all of that behind the scenes before we let put it out there so um let's see what else do we have any other questions here i got one sure what's up hmm. so and this is
2: just an oddball pop head. so let's say the uh The crap hits the fan right now, and you can only grab one gun to leave with. What's it gonna be? Mm. And it's gotta be something you
0: want. I'm gonna say KSG just because that's popped into my head. 12 gauge you could find in lots of places, and you know, plus you could do you know you can do lots of stuff with it depending if it's slugs or whatever. So. And uh, it's pretty devastating. It's light enough. I mean, if you ask me this question tomorrow or five minutes from now, I would say something else. <laughs> and maybe I just saw that. But the KSG, to me, you know, shotguns—you can't really go too. Hardly. It covers
2: a wide spectrum. There's a lot yeah. of different loads.
0: Yeah, you know, and then maybe a little 22, but that's cheating. That's cheating. What about you, Joe? Yeah.
1: Um. So considering I always have. Uh, a 9 millimeter handgun on me if I'm wearing pants. I don't have to worry about grabbing one of those, so we're just talking about grabbing something bigger than what would already be on me. Um, grabbing honestly, something, something bigger? Right?
0: You're talking about grabbing something bigger than what's already on you?
1: Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <I'm> just, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, I mean, right, right here sitting next to me, if I had <laughs> to grab this, just as it is right now, the Glial Ace and 5.56, this is, this is the perfect, handy, it's technically a pistol as well, um and i can use this guy from zero to 150 yards as it sits right now with zero concerns um it might be this i mean if i was only gonna have one one gun to grab that's handy and i can grab at any moment that's actually set up for more than that i would probably grab uh maybe the tavor x95 um yeah you know probably one of the two in that regard um yeah x95 is awesome by the way i i mean I've yeah. put
0: that through its paces. The last time I went training with Reed at Valor Ridge, mm-hmm. uh, my X-95 was actually my backup. And I have a Sig 516 that I've always believed in. It's a piston driven. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it, <laughs> it totally went out on me. And Reed was like, yeah, you don't, I'm not, I don't have time for you to mess around. You need to go to your backup. And I, I used the, um, the, um, the X-95 and it was awesome. Let me ask you, can I ask you something real quick, Joe, about the about the uh, galil there yes because i know you said it's a pistol how mm-hmm. easy is it to fold that thing
1: so um unfolding it's really easy you just pull it out yeah folding yeah. it you have to so what i do is i push with my thumb right there and you got to freaking crank down on it and yeah. then fold it over to close it so it is not yeah i was gonna say i hate rude. the folder on the one we have here it's a totally positive annoying. catch. So oiling it helps. I mean, I just folded it here a second ago and it folded fine. Uh, there we go. So, I mean, it it takes a freaking small, uh, a, a grown man and a small boy to fold this thing. Now, extending it is fine. You can just grab it and pull it and it's out. But folding it, it there's no good way to get a, uh, t- to get leverage on it to fold it is what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. let me uh, let me crank this again here and show you what I mean. Good God. <laughs> I'm telling you that's what I,
0: yeah that's what I, we have one here and I was showing it last night and then I went to put it back in the safe and I was like I hate this thing I so here, let me it.
1: Uh I don't know if I can I don't know if the camera will pick it up but basically that is a hard 90 degree thing on there and I, I've been tempted to take it and you've got a hard 90 degrees there as well and I've been tempted to shave it down or not shave it down but uh, angle it so it'll go a little bit easier, but it locks up so solid I've been... Yeah, that's the trade-off, right? You want that solid lock-up. You yeah. really do. You I mean, might, have to, this but, you might have to
0: butt-stroke someone with it, I'm just saying. Right. This yeah. thing
1: is as solid as you could hope for on here right now. I mean, it's not coming. It's not... Yeah. It's not a panty waist thing. This thing is solid. So I mean, I'm not saying that you like to butt stroke
0: people, but you might have to butt Hey, <laughs> whatever it takes. We don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm a 12-year-old. Low-hanging fruit. Lola's going to get, but she's going to get mad about that so one.
1: <laughs> I, I don't view this as a huge negative, it being hard to fold. Because how how quickly do you need to fold your stock right yeah the unfolding so, is the is the thing that you need right. to happen and I can, yeah. and as you guys i mean you can literally unfold it with a pinky yeah so yeah. that to me that that is the if there was going to be a trade off for one versus the other yeah. um uh but yeah so yeah and somebody no, else no i just
0: uh, i just wanted to bring up that point because you know i mean that's something that i've noticed i haven't had a chance to really do uh, a video on that. I've shot them before and all that, but
1: that's something that I noticed. You know, I think you, people, will, you yeah. will love this. You will love, I mean, I love this thing. I've got thousands and thousands of rounds through it. I've run a number of different This thing suppresses like a freaking dream. Oh my God. Yeah. And and so, we've got
0: the 762 version. What's the other? Um, they have a 308 as well. 308. Yeah. 556, 308, and 762. There's not another one, right? No, it's only those okay. three. All right. Let me. I actually.
2: Go ahead. I today when we were out of the range, I got to shoot a Galil. Ace, said uh, the rifle version seven six two. Mm. Um, it, it was a dream. It shot like a dream. It it pound. I mean it 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 pounded glass. Uh, it was it was a beautiful rifle. Uh, I put it like this. If if anybody's in the market for for a new firearm and you're looking at a Galil um, or any any AK platform style, mm. you know. Um, go with the galil i shot it today and i want one um the iron sights on it were beautiful um it was almost to the point where like a red dot would have been nice but the the iron sights alone i mean we were driving tacks out there 100 yards like it was nothing yeah um it didn't have a folding stock it was fixed uh it was lightweight it felt durable um it was cool having because we did have one malfunction it was due to the round the uh the primer actually popped out um and it caused a little bit of a um a uh i guess a malfunction so we sat there and i ran it from that side and out she came yeah, yeah. so that, that is a well-designed rifle yeah.
0: yeah joe i think you wanted to answer a question or you had some other thing you wanted
1: to say i think uh, i saw a question but i think i already answered it unless I, okay. unless i missed one because right. I scroll back and I look for it, I think I think I think we covered it though. I okay, think we, yeah. Post the question back up, but I think we yeah.
0: covered it. Um, I just want to go down. I'm not not everyone necessarily, but some of the people's guns that they said that they would grab to to answer uh, James' question there. Um, Stefano Dog says AK-47, I think. John Dieter says his Mini 14. Uh, uh, Nico Ghost Gunner says he'd take his U.S. rifle caliber, 30 caliber M1. Let's see who else here Carl Compton says scar 17 um, so there you go. I, I don't know I'm obviously I didn't grab like everyone's thing. I'm just trying to see what folks said what their what other people out there's answers were. So there you go. And um, and then probably people would want to know here, like what is the best caliber to get the Galil in? I, I, I don't have a huge opinion on that. I'm, I'm a fan of 308. I would probably go with 5.56 though. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I would say either the 5.56 or the 7.62. But what do, what do um, you think?
1: So I would say um, if you want a last round bolt hold you're going to have to go with the five, five, six. Oh, okay. Good um, point. Good point. So, so there's that. Um, if you're, I would say if you're going with a pistol, I would go five, five, six. If you're going with a rifle though, I, I think it's whatever your favorite caliber is. Yeah. So, um, and, and the reason why I say that is, I mean, and I, I need to replace this, uh, 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 muzzle device out here again. because so I've got the original flash hider back on. I was doing something else. That's why I put this flash hider back. On. <laughs> um, but y- you know 8.3 inch barrel it's they're freaking loud right and you (laughs) 8.3 inch 308 barrel not only do you have the the added uh the the added uh, recoil impulse in a pistol but you've got all that extra gases fireballs coming out as well as the sound and concussion i I would say if you're going with a pistol wise don't don't get well that's what i was going to say so when you put the suppressor on the 556 how was it gorgeous oh my yeah. god it
0: was it, it was is there is there a um a switch for the for the um for the piston no, gas no. and it still was good right yep yeah it i was, would then was, i would go with that then and then suppress yeah. it screw that yeah Yeah. hands down i would do that let's mm-hmm. see some other. we got some other things socal gunner says his keltech rdbc that's you know what i've never shot the rdbc that's is that the one that you have to drink your own piss the rdbc <laughs> Is that right? I think so, right, Joe? <laughs> uh, it could be. Okay, so Cal okay, Let <laughs> me know. Bare oh, real yeah. Don't get mad at me. That's Celtech that said you that's oh that's only for the dudes that drink their own piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one I didn't come up with that. I I don't have an RDB. Um, I know my brother Anonymous, he he prefers the look of the RDB C, I think. So um I'm not a Keltech fan. Oh, you're not? Okay. So, I'll be quiet. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. You know, you, know, you can you can Hey, speak and I live in, in the county that they make them. I mean, I live in
2: Brevard. They're over in Coco. You know, I Kel-
0: experiences
2: be... with them. Um, we'll put it this way. Put it this way. I've never shot a Kel-Tec that <sighs> felt good. I believe that they, they feel weird. I feel like the thing's gonna explode. Like all the kel I've shot felt like the barrel was made out of paper. Um, I, like, it was just cobbled together, polymer here. Po- My buddy's got one where it literally, the handguard turns into a bipod. And the upper and the lower is polymer.
0: Yeah, I've got that. And it
2: five, runs 5.56. Right. And yeah. I feel like when I shoot it, it's going to turn into a pipe bomb. Like like this. Ready? I'll show you. Hold on. Ow.
0: Okay. <laughs> Uh, You know, um, I'm I'm pretty sure he's talking about the Su16. The point of it though is to be lightweight. That you have 556 that's lightweight with you. I don't think it's like a super crazy go to war. It's more like a probably like a truck gun kind of thing. Let's see what you got going on here.
2: So we'll talk about this. This is a Leadership Arms AR, and the mag doesn't come out anymore. 12 12 gauge. This is a semi-auto shotgun. This shotgun, as you see, there's no bolt here. Mm-hmm. There's a crack. I don't know if it's coming in. Just take my word for it. And the s-
0: receiver. You're going to need to take out a flashlight here in a second. It's getting so dark. Yeah. You better have a flashlight. Oh, there you go. Okay. I was about to say, man, if you don't have a flashlight up in there.
2: <laughs> there there's a lot of stuff up in here. So <laughs> there is a.
0: Oh, I do see yeah. that crack yeah
2: so that crack when it exploded in my hands got bigger it threw pieces from the inside of the firearm past my head this piece of junk off of a and i've shot it quite quite a lot before it failed it was well maintained had a federal number eight birdshot load in it i like i'll load the whole mag up and let her run and you know, go out and buy 100 rounds for 20 bucks. Have a good day. So I took it out one day, threw the mag in it, charged it, pulled the trigger. What ensued was from this <laughs> quality controlled polymer, feels like a. I, I no like how contact. you're
0: testifying, he said. And then what ensued?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, the magazine exploded wow. and it put pieces of shrapnel here, here, in my arm, and a piece of my leg the concussive force from that mag blowing out and the i don't know where the bolt and everything went it's gone like Mm -hmm. it never been doesn't be hinge? you gotta like take the butt stock off to get into here and all kinds of crap so where the bolt went i couldn't tell you because it wasn't anywhere around me um if it if there was a bigger round in there it could have token my life
0: yeah. Um, Stefano dog says, that's what you get for putting live ammo in airsoft. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, so when I hold a firearm, I want it to feel solid. I don't want it to feel like a plastic piece of crap. Now I was, it was cheap. It was there. I was like, yeah, we'll get it. It's a shotgun. It's going to be great. It was great for two weeks. It was well-maintained. I cleaned it. I didn't oil, you know, I I didn't, I didn't abuse the firearm. I didn't do anything to cause neglect. So when it exploded, a firearm exploding next to your head is is a, is a very different feeling. Point is, if you're going to purchase something, I always say review it, look into it. Everybody's got a different opinion. But make sure you're not buying, and here comes the fanboys, polymer pieces of crap (laughs) because if you do get a bad one and let's say i had a three inch magnum double odd buck in here my head wouldn't be attached to my shoulders it would have took it clear off if a bird shot did that to my to this thing i keep it around to show folks um
0: it was a good thing it was a good thing you had that tactical fat man you know uh, i'm just telling you right now if you were skinny like joe you'd be done Oh,
2: dude, super done. So <laughs> the point is, guys, just make sure when you get something, it, it's well made, not not a piece of crap like Kimber, who I'm so mad at.
0: But anyway, I just wanted to bring this up. I mean, so that's I, the point I, I was going to make to you. That happens. I'm not trying to defend Caltech or anything like that. And I know we've got folks out there that are um, saying, you know, they've got this thing or that thing, they've had no issues with it. I've got, I've had some problems with some Caltech stuff, and but I've overall things have been good. You know, I think it's a balance of things out there. So there's certain Caltech things I would not um, I have owned or whatever in the past, but I, I wouldn't necessarily own again. You know, it's and and that the SU 16 that I think you were talking about, I think the thing with that is just that it's lightweight. You could take it out, you know, you could have it if you need it. It's five, five, six, but it was just meant to be lightweight. But there are there are flip sides to everything. Absolutely. I agree with you on that.
2: Now, I'm not bashing Keltec as far as the company. They employ plenty of my friends. You know, they put food on my, you know, my friends, family's tables. Um, they're a wonderful company. They've got a lot of great products, um, but it's just certain firearms I'm not a fan of
0: no, I get it. you um, can bash them if you want to. by the way, just um I'm just chance showing. okay, cool, screw more, more more guns that people will send to me. No, man, if you you know you are entitled to your opinion here. we let everyone that comes on have their opinion. Oh cool, can I start smashing Glock now? Oh, well, <laughs> before you start smashing Glock, should we remind you of that um Kimber that you have there? Yeah, right? I'm just saying
2: <laughs> what Kimber, I don't know what you're talking about, man it's yeah. fake oh, news. Oh, oh. The
0: Kimber. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, let me ask you something. Is that Kimber brand new? Yeah. Is it brand new? Yeah. 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 Um. So and what is it? What was it again? Nine millimeter? Yeah. Oh, OK. Was there any break in on it? What was the break in period on that? Not a lot. No. What was <laughs> it? I'm just curious. <laughs> None. Really? There was no break in.
2: Not dude. When that thing fell,
0: it was not even around. Oh, you didn't put one round through it before. Oh, okay. But other than that, it shoots okay. I'm I'm just seriously, I just want to know because a lot of times when I deal with Kimbers, uh there's lots of break-in. As a matter of fact, people lend me their Kimber guns so that I can shoot it and make videos and use my ammo to break it in because Kimber now that's usually in the forty fives. I don't know about the nine millimeters, but it's like a thousand round break-in.
1: I don't know if you know that. Um, yeah, we they, they we, we ran a thousand rounds through it just so it starts working properly. Yeah, it I'm just have saying the factory. Yeah, <laughs> all the deburring, oh. all the hard work they should that should have went into it originally. Now we're we're gonna let you do it by firing a thousand rounds through and just let friction and. And and freaking recoil take care of all the uh, imperfections. Yeah, Richard Harper
0: says the uh, the carpet the, kimber the carpet Kimber, but we're not you know we're not trying to come down on you, James. We love you, man. We the carpet do. Kimber.
1: Yes, that is what it's going to be called forever. I'm telling you for for all the for all the stuff. If I had if I if I had two guns in front of me, a brand new uh, Keltec P32, right? Or a Kimber, you know, any of those Kimber 1911s, no matter the caliber, and I had to pick up one to bet my life on. For the for 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 one magazine worth of rounds, I'd pick up that Keltec P32 before I pick up a Kimber. Yeah. Well,
0: and and you know, I can't really speak on the nine millimeters, but the 45s, the break-in on them is ridiculous, no matter what ammo. You shoot yeah. on them I know that for a fact So Now
2: when it comes to handguns If I've got to pick Like m- me personally My Springfield I have a Springfield XD45 Full size About like 10,000 rounds through it Never Not one And we're talking about Brass Steel case I mean that thing Eats everything Not one failure One Ever I've gone Months without I mean yeah I'm, like, I'm it. I've I'll gone like a month Months without cleaning that thing um, mm-hmm. And take it back out it runs no issue. So, uh, me personally, I love my Springfield's. Um, this was my first shot at Kimber. A
0: little sad, little yeah. sad. Um, <laughs> Florida gun says, was it high pile carpet that caused the Kimber to malfunction?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it's, it's what I call toddler carpet. Uh-huh. So over the course of the years, my kids have like just or piled. I say kids like I have another one running around here. Um, it's just turned my carpet into a Stanley Steamer nightmare, so yeah, it's kid carpet, it's like um soft concrete.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, there you go. Okay, just so you guys don't think I'm bagging on 1911s, this video come on the Remington uh R1 Ultralight Executive. This is right, a yeah. bad little mammer jammer right there, and uh, the video's a few months old on this guy um this thing is a freaking shooter and guess what there's no breaking period you take that out of the box and it runs
0: yeah i'm Um, not i'm not knocking 1911s because i believe a 1911 should not have a breaking period yeah personally this is just what i'm saying I have a problem with that. And also, cause I've gotten in trouble with people. I remember some, there was, I was at the range one time and a guy gave me like a really expensive 19, um, 1911. He wanted me to shoot that he just bought and he mm-hmm. gave me steel case and it ran through what the heck I have to go look and see what um, 1911 that was very high end uh, 1911 and it, and it ran steel case. So mm-hmm. if you're making a 1911 that cannot run steel case I'm just saying that's I, not I, really, I really a 1911. I know there's sight tolerance. Yeah,
2: there it is. Sorry, my camera's screwing up. I look at this any firearm. If you're gonna own a firearm and it cannot run steel case, if you cannot run the cruddiest ammo you can find through it, because maybe that might come a time where that's all you're gonna get, then what good is it? You know, it's got to be worth its salt. And if, if it's I your if it's
0: your competition gun or something like that, and you know you want it to run the best, I I mean I get it, but yes, I
2: get that. I get yeah. like competition guns and, the, you know, you're, you know, you want to run match grade ammo and high quality. I get that. Um, but my, my perspective will never be from a competition shooter. I've never shot competition. Um, I've always just been a, a woods monkey running around the woods <laughs> doing that kind of crap, going to the range, hundred yard range. Um, I've never, you know, I, there's guys that go to three gun competitions and they light the world on fire with what they're able to do, but you need the proper tool to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just, I think it's one, I'm not knocking 1911s. I think if you're a gun guy, you should have, at least, I'm not saying you have to have a 1911 in, in your collection. You probably should have shot a 1911 or owned one at some point. Yeah. And um, I have, I usually have at least one in my collection. And I have, um, like, I see someone says they have a, um, like, what is it? The, the baby 1911, like, Colt commando kind of style or I, I know there's some some ones that are even smaller than that you can get nine millimeter or 380 mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff in 1911s you should at least you know go through that but
2: it, it's like what clint you know um if you if anybody watches uh thunder ranch he's you know clint smith says you should be a student of weapons craft So knowing how to pick up a 1911 and using it versus a striker-fired handgun, you know, learning how to, you know, use a wheel gun, um, picking up an AK, an AR, a Gleal, a Tavor, a Steyr, you know, uh, being a student of weapons craft is an important thing, especially, I think, us in the 2A community, because our firearms, our our tools mean so much to us. Um, You know, taking that time and training yourself, it's just like a world-class boxer. He has to take the time to train himself and understand the different angles and the science of it. You know, um, not everybody can be Mike Tyson where they just go in there and hit you one time and you're done. Yeah. So, you know, being a student of weapons craft and knowing how to work in 1911. I mean, hey, it won a world war as a handgun, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, You should be able to run a lot of stuff. You should be able to run a high point if you had to. Although I see, Joe, someone's got a I don't know if this is a joke or not. But Fagrian68 says, I'm still breaking in my high point. It still ain't running after 7,500 rounds. What should I do?
1: Uh, pro- <laughs> I, I, w- I would say you're you're halfway through the midpoint of the break-in period. Um, <laughs>
0: 7,500 rounds, you could have probably bought, like a, at least you could have bought a used Glock at this point.
2: <laughs> hey, you know? I, I'm not going to bring up that the high point failed during the Rod Mills thing at the shootout at, at the Hacienda. I'm not going to bring up the high point failed. I'm
0: not going to do it. Yeah. By the way, we forgot Lola was trying to tell me to mention when you were talking about plate carriers and everything, cardio, which, you know, Rod Mills did the cardio thing. Very important to do, especially when you're going to start uh, carrying around plate carriers and a bunch of other stuff. I'm not against it. I'm totally for it. But you better be sure that you're Mm -hmm. ready to deal with all that extra weight. And uh, it's going to feel like a heart attack. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't prepare for it, it's going to feel like a heart attack and you're going to basically cut that thing off and drop it. So exactly. be, be ready for that. So but, uh, let's see what else, uh, you know, let's see what else we have going on here. Was there any other news that we didn't hit up? Did you guys have some new stuff that you wanted to talk about?
2: Um, I just I wish there was a way to to get dealer prices from gun stores, man. Oh, okay. If
1: only there was a way. Tell us, oh, Hank, okay. is there? Oh. Wow.
0: Big Daddy Unlimited. Did you guys see the video that I put out?
1: <laughs> I I Sorry. saw Good Hank versus Evil Hank, but I yeah. have not watched it though no, not yet. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll just take this opportunity to plug Big Daddy Unlimited for everyone out there. Basically, you pay ten dollars a month, one hundred and twenty dollars a year, and you have access to wholesale prices on firearms, accessories, etc. You can have accessories and things like that drop ship to you. Obviously your firearms have to go to an FFL unless you are one, you know, and um, there's a link in the description that you guys can follow and check that out. You know? And if we had more time, we have like maybe five minutes left here. If we had more time, I would actually like pull up my thing. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. We'll pull it up and, and go through. I think tomorrow we have Patrick R from the firearm rack, and we've got Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, and maybe we'll go through it tomorrow. But thanks for that. And also, don't forget to check out the uh, Hank TV. So let's go through this here. Um, James, man, what do you have going on? How can people support you, help you out, follow you, et cetera?
2: Um, how people can support me is to put me out of a job as a political activist by fixing this country. But i uh, look me up on Facebook guys. It's James ledger. Shoot me a message first. So I know you're not a bot or whatnot, or I'm just going to deny you. Um, Shoot me a message on Facebook. That's the only social media I'm really on. Um, As far as that, if you really want to support us, look up the NCCPA, the national constant national cuts. Oh, I'm not even doing it. NCCPA and then dash (laughs) your state. Okay. Your state. And that's going to bring you to the site. We're pushing not just rallies, but political activism. Um, if you're a firearms owner, your fight is now political, whether you like it or not. And if you don't wanna fight this political battle, you don't get to complain when they come to take your guns.
0: Amen, absolutely, I totally agree with that. So how's the how's the Facebook been going? Uh, are you racking up the Facebook uh, friends?
2: <sighs> so bad, like, oh, it's, it's, it's horrible. Um, I. now my messenger is so full it would take me a whole day to sit down and go through everybody like it's insane um through this journey and the second amendment industry coming in and fighting for it i have gained so many people and have met so many firearms owners and have i mean like like Fearless Orca Tactical is out of Lakeland, Florida. I just got linked oh, yeah. up with Chris.
0: Shout Great out to guy. him. Shout out to Two Phil. Big as well. shout out to him. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to Shootstrap. I mean, all these wonderful companies. So, uh, if people want to support me, get active, get out there, and get fighting because I can't keep doing this forever. But it's not. I'm not fighting for my rights. I'm fighting. Oh, I thought my son was behind me. I'm fighting for his rights. The greatest detriment we have to our children is not an AR-15. It is stripping away their rights. Yeah. It's allowing them to grow up not being able to own a firearm, being able to shoot a big, scary black rifle. That That's where we're at, folks. We're fighting for our rights. We have, like I said, you have a God-given life and a God-given right. You need to fight for it because it will be taken away plain and yeah.
0: simple gun rent gun range wants you to say the link again he had a machine running he says so just give, <laughs> hit us <laughs> up one more time
2: all right n c c p a hyphen your state's name so florida maine alabama new yorkistan California, whatever put it in there <laughs> it, it's going you know it'll bring you to your state you're going to find other like-minded individuals okay um and then of course there is a national page for everything. Uh, that's the hub. Uh, what started is a bunch of Patriot groups. And I know Patriot groups get a bad name because there's some 3% groups that run around in the woods and play <laughs> militia and like to play, um, you know, army. But we're a bunch, I'm, I'm a three percenter, you know, we're a constitutional loving Patriots and we all came underneath one umbrella. And now we're trying to bring all the gun owners under the umbrella so that we can fight this. We already have a super pack. Okay, a nonprofit so that we can fight these politicians and the left on their own terms. So please, guys, we need your support. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for nothing but you to show up at your political employee's office and put whoever you've got running your stuff and raise hell till it changes or run against them. Put people back in power.
0: Okay, absolutely, thank you. All right, Joe, what's going on with you, man? What stuff do you have coming up? How can people uh, follow you, support you, et cetera?
1: So um, the the website, uh, just like uh, hankstrange.tv is a great place to sign up for your newsletter, 13cgunreviews.com or the short link, 13c.us. You can sign up for, it has links to everything that we have, all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and then over on the side uh, will be a, a spot for you to put in uh, your email address to sign up for the newsletter. That's actually through MailChimp. So um, they host all the information there. So, you know, it's going to be secure. You don't have to worry about it getting well, at least as secure as anything you would put into Facebook anyway. Right. <laughs> so um, so that's a great way to stay in contact with us, uh, to follow us as our you know, whether we get banned here on YouTube or whatever else happens. It's um, the best way. Uh, we're also on full 30. So if you want to subscribe to us over there, we're channels slash 13 C over there. Um, you can hit the channels link, find us there, uh, subscribing and sharing the content. You find a good video, be it Hank's mine, whoever you find something you like, share it on Facebook, share it, you know, social media or uh, any gun forums that you're on, uh, spread the word. That's the best way you can support, uh, me and for you guys too. Um, you know, and, and for you guys who are doing, I'm going to update the website. Uh, we've got a website, 13 C and you can, Click the swag, swag shop link right at the top of 13c.us, and we're going to put a sale for everybody who watched tonight for uh, some of our swag stuff. We have uh, uh, two different fight soaps and four custom patches, all for 30 bucks. Sweet. Um, Ooh. So which, which which is a heck of a deal. Yeah. Uh, for, fight soap is good stuff, by the way. Yeah, fight Very soap good stuff. is good stuff. And I, I I don't have it sitting here. I feel horrible. but yeah, four four uh two custom fight soaps, four patches, thirty bucks. You can't beat that with a stick. I think it's listed under spring sale right now, so there you go. Um awesome. anyway, watch for our videos. Um we got a lot of new stuff in the pipeline.
0: All right. Great. Thank you. Um, I want to echo everything that these guys said here. I want to also thank them for coming on. You know, great conversation tonight. I want to thank everyone out there in the chat, all the great comments. Please, guys, make sure you thumbs up even when we re-air this. Uh, Of course, I want to remind you guys that we do put these up on iTunes. So there's 175 episodes up on iTunes right now. You know, we need to spend uh, a lot more time and energy actually getting those iTunes Uh, better distributed out there or the Mm -hmm. podcast side of it better distributed i'm going to be working on that along with all the other stuff that we have going on but thank you very much to everyone that supports us Uh, we're on patreon (coughs) patreon slash hank strange everyone who has signed up for hank strange tv and um, all the other things we have going on out there please follow these guys on their social media that they mentioned and uh, we're going to see you guys tomorrow. We have Patrick R. of the Firearm Rack. I know someone was thanking me for warning them. But, you know, I, I always have a good time talking to Patrick. I know he gets some of you guys fired up. And, hey, maybe sometimes you need that, uh, you need that extra spice to get things going, right? We also have Walter Keller from Safety Harbor Firearms here. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace.
1: See you guys. Thanks. Peace out.
2: Take care, everybody. Be safe. See ya.